Hello, human family. Let's talk today about relationships. Romantic relationships, family, partnership. Everything that brings two human beings together in love, in attraction, in purpose, in the promise of happiness, evolution, and self-actualization. In my life, I have experimented a lot with the relationships and a big part of my sabbatical that I have just completed last year, traveling through more than 20 countries in the midst of the pandemic, was largely about researching this topic, relating and how humans relate to each other and what configurations of relationships we have had, why something is working and something not. It was very interesting to talk to different people, get their perspectives, hear their stories. And right now I'm in the process of writing a book about this subject. And I feel given that we are right now creating a new world which is undeniable this information has been pouring at us from everywhere and you don't even need to be a believer you don't need to follow any particular school of thought when it comes to consciousness spirituality mysticism or even human evolution you just have to look around and see that since 2012, and then especially since 2020, systems have been collapsing, the old systems have been collapsing, systems that have been in place for centuries and centuries, and that absolutely includes relationship, or what is called relating. And if you look around, many people are confused. They don't know anymore how to relate to each other. And right now, this difference is stronger than ever before. And today, I just would like to share a little bit about this subject. And when we talk about relating, we are always, first and foremost, referring to ourselves. Relationship is ourselves. Relationship with you, for you, is the most important relationship you will ever have in your life with, with a human being. You are the most important human in your life. And that's rule number one, step number one. That's the only way to go. If your relationship with yourself is not healed, if you don't love yourself, if you have not forgiven yourself for all the mistakes, if you are not your own biggest friend, cheerleader, supporter, then it's going to reflect in relationships with all other people. And yes, we are all products of the environment, we are product of the society, we are product of the education system, religious system, government system, 
And of course, parenting, we are product of our families where we grow up or absence of families. So we are all conditioned to be one way or another. We all have went through traumas and difficult experiences without exceptions. Every human being had difficulties growing up one way or another. And at the same time, it is important to understand that once and for all, it is your life. And unless you fully take responsibility for yourself, you will never be able to create a life you truly want to have. And that absolutely starts with taking responsibility for your own well-being, regardless of what happened for you or to you, regardless of what other people have done or haven't done. You are here fundamentally for yourself. And I know that this is the month when we have the St. Valentine's holiday and there is this huge hype about romantic love in a society and sometimes some people, especially those who are single, tend to feel a bit down because they don't might have a partner and what do you do if you don't have a partner? And then those people who might be in a committed relating and have been together for years might don't have this spark that they used to have when they just met. And there are all kind of other stories. And especially now, especially during this time, it is so important to just take a deep breath, inhaling, exhaling, and come back home to yourself. And it doesn't matter if you are with partner or without partner, how many years you have been with or without a partner. You are not here to be complete by another human being. You are here to be fully complete within yourself. And that's the most important thing. That's why relationship with ourself is the foundation to everything. I can tell with certainty that if you don't have that part right, if you haven't figured out that, it would be very hard to build relationship with another human being. So first and foremost, it's you. And once that is clear, stable, then you can take another deep breath and expand your heart and your mind and space and place in your life for another human being. And I know that since the pandemic, the world has been going through what is called a massive awakening and that's the whole purpose of this conversation. When we say that we are creating a new world, we, we absolutely do. We, I mean, we are creating a new world. And now, it is more than ever, we can say that being with another human being, especially in a long-term committed relationship, 
is one of the best spiritual practices you can ever dream about. And I can say that again with certainty from my own experience. I'm in my second marriage. My first marriage has been ridiculously difficult largely because I missed the step one. Relationship with myself was not complete. I was the one who was not healed. I was the one who had no foundation. So no wonder that I was not able to create a happy marriage first around. And now in my second marriage. And last year with my husband, we just celebrated our 10th wedding anniversary, reflecting on a thing or two. And when I share with people my life story and things I have been doing, people cannot believe that I have done all the things I have done while being married with my current husband. We went with him through everything. First of all, it was 12 years of a healing journey for me. It was a very long journey for me because I had many years of trauma before and it just took me a long time to heal it. And I was with him in a committed relationship through all of that, which also involves all the teachers, all the studies, all the travel around the world, me checking myself in and out of various monasteries and ashrams and doing ceremonies and plant medicine and going here and going there. You know what I'm saying. When you're in pain, you would do anything to heal. And that's exactly what I did. I left no stone unturned. I traveled all over the world, studied with all kinds of teachers and healers and gurus and anyone who would promise a sign of liberation. Only to realize that my husband is the most enlightened master I have ever met. And that's quite an interesting realization given that he's not a person who is traditionally on a conscious or spiritual journey. He does not formally go to any practices or followers, anyone. Yet in his mind, he's that. Just by how he's leading the way, how he's living his life, how he's presenting himself within the family, how he leads the family. And I'm just sharing that as a reminder to everyone that your spouse, your partner, does not necessarily need to be with you on the same spiritual conscious path of the evolution for them to evolve as much as you are evolving or maybe even more. We are all very different. And I have met some of the most conscious and spiritual people often among those who come across as being the most practical. And yet, if you zoom into the essence, you would see that they embodied all the essence that the rest of us have been trying to figure out theoretically or through books or through sacred literature or through dark retreats or ayahuasca retreats or vipassana retreats or anything else. 
And that's why I'm saying again with certainty that being in a committed relationship is such a deep spiritual practice. And over the course of my studies and my healing and journey, I was privileged to spend a lot of time with monks and nuns and reincarnated masters and lamas and Rinpoches. And I can tell you many things that people who are in committed partnership know, have figured out and mastered. Those gurus have no clue about. They wouldn't have the same patience they wouldn't have the same understanding. They wouldn't be able to hold themselves and their own emotions, especially that refers to men. And that's huge if we think about it. And that's why my message to everyone out there but for this one, probably especially for women, because I noticed that in all those retreats and places, majority of students are in a female body who are looking for salvation and liberation. And most of the teachers and gurus are men. And I can tell you, ladies and women, a man who is mature enough to love you for who you are in the real life, to stand up for you and to you, to be your life partner, to be committed to you, perhaps even to have family together, to raise children. These men, far more evolved than any guru that has never been in a marriage or in a relating that is long-term. And I find that in the new world that we are creating, this is one of the shifts that need to happen. And I'm saying it with a lot of love and respect for the traditional schools. I have been a student myself for many years, and I have seen them from the inside, what's happening there in real life. And I can say that we collectively hugely underestimate the power of relating between two humans in a committed way and especially power of the family if we talk about being in a relationship with another human as a spiritual practice try to add a kid of two that becomes your own ashram your own monastery, your own church. That's your own field of practice with everything that it involves. No other place will be able to give you that. That's why when we have this conversation about relating, it starts with you, expands to your partner, children if you choose to and only after that it goes to the communities and under communities we can understand various things smaller group medium group larger group countries earth galaxies whatever community means for you 
your relationship with the community is a reflection of your relationship with yourself first, relationship with your partner and your family second, and only then you will be fully aligned and ready to contribute in the best way you possibly can. Because you would have gone through a lot of trial and errors, have built the character, understanding of human nature, developed skills to communicate, to collaborate, to give each other space, to help other people realize their highest potential. If you can do it for yourself, and if you can do it for your immediate family, you can definitely do it for the larger community. And if we look at what is happening in the world, people who have been creating so much destruction, they have coming from dysfunctional backgrounds where they were not able to forgive themselves, develop a healthy relationship with themselves and have a healthy and fulfilling, nurturing, truthful, loving partnership with others. And we are changing that right now. We are rewiring, we are rebuilding the fabric of our society through relationships with yourself, with your partner, with other humans, with the community. And when we do that, then there is hope that we can beat all the odds that they have been telling us. And we're going to make it collectively, once and for all. And with that intention, let's take another deep breath. And I invite you to spend a moment in silence, listening to your own inner wisdom. Thank mm-hmm. you.